passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. Postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use. And of course, youtube.com slash post wrestling. Hello, postmarks. Hello. How are you doing? The BDE has taken over. The poison rana has uh, leaped my frog. It's in your veins. That's right. Yeah. Hello. It's Tuesday night, so Brayden and Davey are here to talk about NXT because who else would do that for you? Other than your NXT friends. 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 And we'll always be your NXT friends. We're on the... It's 2023 now. The first ever episode of first 2023. First NXT of 2023. Wow. Yeah. We made it. Exciting stuff. What a year it was. Absolutely. In 2022. Yeah. There was ups. There was downs. There was... I'd say it ended on a high for NXT. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely ended in a better place than it was at the beginning. I'd say. Valid. Yeah. Valid. In 2023, it's still going to go up. 2023 is going to be lit. It is. It is. Uh, we did a best and worst of show for 2022 with John Away on this very feed. Check it out if you haven't already, talking about some of the best wrestlers, matches, moments, and some of the worst in those categories as well. So, a whole lot of fun with John Away. We did it live in the post office. It was a. First time in person in, what, three in a while. years? Something like that. Like recording in person. Yeah. Yeah. So, At the post office. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool. So go check that show out. And that was a, a whole lot of fun. Haven't actually, uh, we haven't had as much hate this year. So I don't know. Not yet. It just Nor- released normally yesterday. Normally we do these best and worst. And like I wake up and I'm like, why are people being so mean to me today? Whereas so far, so good. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. Please like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Uh, it's because because uh, we maybe we've grown fond in their hearts. Like maybe for, it's like NXT 2.0. At first, you really don't like these these people who you don't and know. And then you're like, we're still here. I'm sorry. And we're and still like, here. Ah, so okay, you yeah, just give them a break, okay. and then you start to like them, like yeah. us in NXT. So it's fine. And a friend like that at school. Yeah, lots of people. One of those like guys. That in life. Like, why are you friends with him? And you're like, not sure. He just known him forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I lived with him. <laughs> are you talking about me? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, we're going to dive into the first episode of NXT of 2023. Um, we, we should let people know, we'll get some plugs out of the way, mm. that Poison Rana on over on our feed, we have some, some good shows out already on that fr- free feed is our like look back at 2022 in like a whole like span of the whole year, front and back. Yeah, we, we went. Uh, through all the big news items of the year in kind of chronological order, uh, which is just nuts to go back and, and look at the year that that way. You saw how much happened. And I'm sure there was stuff we missed out as well. I saw there was quite a good Twitter thread going on recently, kind of listing just all the mayhem in 2022. Yeah, I uh, really enjoyed that show. And I think definitely one I'd like to do kind of at the end of this year. Absolutely. Getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, well, go check that show out. And if you want to hear... This week's episode of Poison Rana. Well, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, we will be going live on our feed, and we will be joined by Karen Peterson to chat all about Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, yes. Happening. It's just a mere, mere few hours away now. Yeah. So, hey, follow all our socials for updates and stuff. But this weekend, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, the, the audio will be up afterwards on our Poison Rana feed. So go check that out. Later this month, we got a new What Up Doe, and we got a new Detox. It's going to be packed full of all these free shows. And, hey, since we're having Karen Peterson on, I say later this month, I'll drop best match ever, Io Shirai, with Karen for free on the Poison Rana because feed. Because, after too. all, it is Japanuary. <laughs> and if if that's not enough for you, if all that's not enough, and you want to throw a few bucks our way to support us in what we do, uh, over at the pa- Patreon, we're continuing Japanuary, and new month means new schedule. So uh, got a whole load of stuff coming up this month, including uh, a review of Battle Royale, one of our world champions. Sorry, excuse my tongue. One of our family. One of our fans. Family uh, patrons uh, picked Battle Royale, uh, but Battle Royale to yeah. kind of fit in with this Japanese theme month. We're going to be doing best match ever, the Great Muta. Yeah. Um, we're looking at uh, WWF's crossover with All Japan Pro Wrestling and New Japan Wrestling Summit uh, for a review from the six, uh, as well as our usual kind of was next stuff where we're looking back at 20. We're so close to the end of 2013 NXT as well. Well, you get all those shows this month, but also two big shows this week, Best Match Ever 2022, Part 1 and Part 2. We basically, and Best Match Ever, dissect uh, all these matches. We we made a list, top 10. We got our listeners to make a list. We put it together and created a top 10 list of the best matches, and then we run through them, review, rate, and then discuss what is the best match of 2022. So give it a listen and tell us we're wrong. Tell us, no, that that's that's not the right yeah. list. So uh, get get yourself a New Year's gift that keeps on giving, and it's only five bucks to become a friend over at our Patreon.com slash PoisonRana to get all these podcasts plus everything in that back catalog. So go check us out. It's only five bucks. Yeah. We are content creators. We are. And we're too old to learn TikTok properly. We're trying. We're we're getting there. Damn it, we're trying. Yeah. So yeah, go follow all the socials. And uh, thanks to all uh, old listeners, new listeners, and here's to, to 2023. Uh, we're recording this right after NXT uh, airs today on January 3rd. But later tonight, because we're Eastern Time Zone here in Toronto, Wrestle Kingdom mm. 17 is happening. Uh, some people get, are going to try to stay up all night to try to watch this. And then most likely everyone will fall asleep before the 
the matches they wanted to stay up and watch. Yeah, so I, I think I'm doing it the other way around. I'm gonna. You're gonna skip. You're gonna the... go to sleep. Okay. And then when I wake up is when I. I'll... You want me to wake you up? No, I might sit. No, I might send you a message and be like, I don't want to like wake up, put it on, and it's. Yeah. I see just Jay White posing with the title. Right. After yes. winning. Don't worry, you won't see that. Happen. I think he should. He should beat Okada. Um, and yeah, so I'm. I want to kind of maybe get up for the the last few matches, but okay, I can wait. I can't. I can't. I need to go to sleep. Yeah, I'm deciding if I take a nap. Look, I you. I think this is a good. By the time you're listening to this, this is already dated. But like, but I think this is a good jumping back on platform for New Japan for anyone Mm -hmm. who who maybe wasn't a fan before or was and kind of lost. Clap crowds really took a, a toll out of me. So sorry, we're kicking things off in the Tokyo Dome with a live crowd, hot energy. And Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. It's going to be one of the biggest matches. It's basically uh, custody of Dave Meltzer on the line between these two guys. Yes. And I'm so excited to see these two, two of the best. So, yeah, we're going to talk all about this in detail after we watch it later this weekend on our feed. I'm going to I'm gonna super date us, but uh, let's do some quick predictions. Oh, okay. Uh, firstly, the main event. Ryohei Oiwa versus Oleg Bolton. Who's winning that one? Uh, the first person. Yeah. Uh, the Rambo. Who's winning the Rambo? Uh, this cheeseburger thing? in it? Probably. All right, cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, I go along with that. Um, yeah, let's go to the real things here. Kyrie versus Tam Nakano. Kyrie. Kyrie, I think so too. With a possible Sasha match just yeah. around the corner. We seeing Naomi, Trinity, Monet Banks. Who are we seeing? Uh, FTR versus Goto and Yoshihashi. I think FTR retains. Do you? Yeah. You don't think they're they're just going to keep dropping? No, they should retain. I th- I think they should, but I kind of feel this story's going and that. I like, want Ozzy Open to take it from him. I I agree, but uh, when I don't know. Yeah. When you do that, I'm going to say uh, Godo and Hashi. Uh, Zack Sabre Junior versus Ren Rita. I think Ren will bring it, but Zack Sabre Junior. With the slim shady haircut, if you saw this it. is for this new like television championship thing they're oh, doing. No. So I, I could see them going with Renarita, like okay. someone new, to maybe elevate. Sure, that, start that. Uh, Carl Anderson versus Tamatonga. Carl Anderson, oh. the machine gun, all day, every day. We just saw him wrestle last Friday night in Toronto at the house show for WWE, and here he is it's, now in true. the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, who's gonna take that off of him? We and and they had to protect him. He got a big win over the Judgment Day. Yeah, he won that match. He won that. He match. was Naitoing it up. He's though, like, yo, I'm. On. He was. He's like, I mean, I'm. Yeah, defending my title. I can't lose to Priest. Uh, Keiji Muto, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Shota Umino versus Lij, uh, Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. Uh, Naito. Yeah. So <laughs> Muto loses. This sure. is like his last wrestle. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, Ishimori versus El Desperado versus Hiromu versus Master Watto. Desperado. Master Watto. Master Watto. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Uh, Osprey versus Omega. This one, like, you would figure. Kenny goes over just because he's, but really it doesn't, I don't know. It's not as clear cut. So either way, well, I think, why would, why would Kenny go over? I just feel cause he's like the, the special like attraction coming in here. So, but at the same time, I don't see it that way either. I see it either I mean, way. I can't see them. I don't know. I can't see them putting the title on Omega. Oh, it's for the U S title. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, I think Osprey, just politics wise. Omega wins it, throws it in the bin, challenges Okada at Dominion for the. <laughs> I think you, I think you could have Kenny lose this one, and then Osprey Kenny two at Forbidden Door two, perhaps sure. or whatever. 
something yeah. this year. Either I'm way, go Osprey. We're all winning this match yeah. for sure. Love their promos leading into it. Jay White versus Okada. Uh, yeah, the 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 hype for this match isn't isn't as good as it, it probably could be, but uh, I, I'd say Okada wins it. I'm sure it's going to be a terrific match. Me too. I can't say I'm interested in it. Really, Story I've lines. seen it. Yeah, before. a bunch live. Were you there? Yeah. Um, fuck it, Jay White. Just we just go and reset Okada every time. Our one buddy, Big Tom's coming over later to try to stay up and watch the match. Mm. And he put his, he has an IWGP replica title. He said he's bringing it over and he purposely, he hasn't uh, changed his nameplate on it, but he purposely got a Jay White one for today to make sure that Jay White retains. And I, you both are sick sons of like, how could you support this man over the, the rainmaker? You just, that story is just nobody cares because they're overshadowed by what the real main event is. I, I don't, I don't even know. Like, yeah, they're overshadowed, but I, we, I feel if Osprey and Omega wasn't happening, there's no interest in this match. Fair really. enough. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, there's our predictions. Maybe we'll be Nostradamuses or not uh, on this, but f- follow us on our Poison Rana feed for all the updates and stuff. Mm. But who's staying up? Got I got some sake. Since I can't get Strong Zero, I got sake for later tonight. I'm probably going to pass out during the Master Wado match. <laughs> You're gonna be you're gonna be drinking during the show. I don't know. We'll find out. I'll definitely go to sleep if I did that. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Any uh, other bits and bobs? Yeah, bits and bobs is uh, I love Dominic going to jail. Oh yeah. In the clink and coming out now a, a new man. Yeah. And he's got a toothpick, a teardrop tattoo the, from Monday this Night is Raw. The year of Dominic Mysterio. Dominic sure. Mysterio should probably be the one to take the titles off of roman now for sure yeah <laughs> right like do what his dad couldn't do yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah i love this i'm i'm enjoying it a lot and i it's ridiculous it's got to be mania ray and dominic it right? has to be and i think they're doing a really good job yeah it's it's dominic's coming out of his shell and he's bre- he's breaking out of his is shell. this ne- breaking out of prison gear now as well prison like tank top oh tank top yeah 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 sure do you think you saw nails in there yeah nails uh do you think dominic was the kind of guy who while in prison was holding people's pockets do uh or were people holding his pockets yeah i don't know don't know about that one he hasn't been there long enough to really establish well, the promo made it sound like he was there for <laughs> <laughs> a long time when it was like oh, maybe that's how like it was like city holding jail he is he like came in and they're like fuck it's dominic mysterio it's he looks so scummy with this like he should get more face tattoos yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i think it's great it's it might make me watch more raw dominic mysterio yeah once you've got cody back as well that that is gonna be huge a huge show uh hot show right Oh, I thought Dom you mean and Dominic. Cody, that one too. <laughs> the feud would be great. Oh, the feud would be wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Ra- yeah, Raw's killing it. I also checked out SmackDown, uh, the John Cena stuff, but he didn't really do much in that. He match. didn't do a whole lot. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his hair's weird. He should it? just shave it. Why doesn't he just shave it off again? <laughs> That's what everyone has taken out of that match was the the loud calling for the match and just huh, John Cena's hair's weird. Big hole in his head. <laughs> what's what's happened? Like he had no hair, and then he had hair again, and then now he's kind of has hair, and there's not a lot. Of didn't hair. he have Randy's guy, or did Randy? Randy had his guy. Randy had his guy. Yeah, I should get the Randy's, Randy's guy. looks better. I don't know. Yeah. Shout out John Cena's hair. Yeah, good for him. 
Yeah, that's John Cena. Come on. Yeah. With or without hair, he looks good. It's not like Shawn Michaels where all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> boom, where's your hair? What's going Shawn on? Shawn should grow his hair out. I, I mean, he did. I think, I think with, no, but like long again. He needs to keep growing it. I think he'd look less weird as just like a boarding long Just hair. body shaming these, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these yeah. icons. New year, new me. I'm going to be, it's a meaner show now. <laughs> no, John Cena looked nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I love John. He's a, he's great. Yeah. Excellent. All right, let's talk about some NXT. Let's do it. Sorry, people. NXT, January 3rd, 2033. Wow, that would be one. Yeah. Uh, 2023, live from the Capitol Wrestling Center. We start off right away, Carmelo Hayes versus Apollo Crews. It's a really quick start to this match. Apollo moonsaults out the way of Melo and follows up with a drop kick. Uh, there's then the springboard guillotine leg drop from Melo. And Apollo comes back with this delayed vertical suplex showing off his strength. Big belly-to-belly toss from Cruz. Um, and now Melo starts to attack the knee of Apollo. Applies this single-leg Boston Crab, putting more pressure on the knee. Uh, there's an enziguri from Cruz, but it seems to mess up his knee even more. And uh, Cruz starts to fight back with a pump kick and a clothesline. Melo barrel rolls over Cruz and goes for a kick. But Cruz hits him with a backstabber, which again puts damage on that knee there's a big superplex from Cruz for a two followed by a cutter from Mello and then nothing but net gets missed by Mello uh, allowing Apollo to hit this second rope blockbuster for a two count Trick then starts to distract Cruz uh, and the referee Cruz turns around and hits the knee lift onto Mello followed by a German suplex goes for a military press slam followed by the standing moonsault but uh, Mello gets out the way, putting more damage to that knee, allowing Mello to follow up with the code breaker and nothing but net to pick up the win. Yeah, pretty like fast-paced back and forth match, which I was like excited to see, but because I love both of these guys in the ring and the the styles meshed really well. You had Cruz throwing Mello around here yeah. with these like suplexes and stuff. Very impressive belly to bellies and stuff. This there was one spot. It was like Cruz was hitting like you know, buff the stuff, uh, blockbuster off the top, but Mello sold it. Like he hit like almost like a destroyer DDT Essex. Yeah. Thing Vic or was like, was that a DDT or a blockbuster? Yeah. It was they like look crazy. Between, look really nice. Yeah. Uh, pretty good back and forth between these two. And like, you kind of figured Mello wins this, therefore kind of projects himself maybe into the title picture. For vengeance. For, for, day. Yeah. We would imagine so. And Cruz kind of, yeah. Being kind of like the base here for Mello to get that win, but pretty, pretty fun opening match. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. These two styles mesh together really nicely. Um, good. I'm, I'm pleased Mello won. I think that's the right direction. But what what do you see is next for um, Cruz? He could go into the North American title picture. That's what I'm wondering. You could have, uh, since it's the first show back on the road and stuff, you could have that crazy multi-ladder match thing that they Again, always do. Yeah. yeah, he could be part of that. Uh, him versus Dijak would that's be pretty I, cool. That's what I think could yeah. be good. Um, yeah. Either with the title, if Dijak ends up beating Wes down the line, um, although I, I feel his reign has just kind of started. So, like, yeah, I think Dijak Apollo would be a good direction. Sure. Uh, though just weird, too. Like, main roster guys essentially feuding with each other. All these main roster people coming down. Uh, this match had Trick, like, getting involved... Which then pissed off Hayes, and then it kind of 
sorry, which pissed off uh, Cruz, but then it like trickles and turns into the next segment like right away. Yeah, so Axiom was scheduled to face Trick Williams tonight. So after match, Axiom just runs down, takes out Trick, hits this beautiful moonsault to the floor, taking out both uh, Trick and Mello. Um, and we go kind of right into the match. There's a, a pop-up uppercut from Trick Williams. Uh, Williams goes for a chop, but Axiom ducks it and delivers a nasty-sounding chop to Trick. Uh, Williams then comes back with a leaping clothesline. Axiom fights back with this pop-up drop kick, goes up top and hits the high cross for the two count. And then as Trick kicks out, he transitions right into the armbar, which looked really smooth. There's then Williams hits this like running, twisting neck breaker, which looked pretty sweet, actually. Um, and then our feed kind of cut out. We came back to Axiom posing, but I think he hit his like running kick. Yeah, thing, his, his running kick. calf kick. That's not too much of an impressive no. finish, but yeah. Uh, but I thought this might have been the best we've seen Trick Williams. I thought he really stepped up here. Yeah, he, he's definitely improved when it comes to in-ring stuff. I think the character work with him and Mello has 100% been hidden from time now. So that's that's been fine. But having his own matches here, uh, he definitely held his own. You knew Axiom was going to make light work of him here. But he, you know, he's just the lackey and that's how he's you know, supposed to be. But I, I thought he ha- held his own. That neckbreaker looked pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of want to start seeing more of him in-ring. Because yeah. uh, I, I think he's definitely shown improvement from the start. And the act of him and Trick is is really good as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Axiom whooping that trick. Mm. Uh, after the match, Trick and Mello attack Axiom and Apollo Crews runs right back out for the save. Nice. So maybe we see this as a tag team match. Cruz and... Down the line. Yeah, sure. If we get Cruz versus Axiom, that could be pretty cool too. That would be good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe Axiom against most, most people at the moment. Yeah, Axiom's good. Again, I, I, I think the wrestling there is... He's something special on this show for mm. sure. We go backstage where Pretty Deadly approach the New Day in the locker room. And they say, look, we've got, we're trying to get everything on this list. And they go, well, have you got the, uh, the boss man's nightstick? So, yeah, we've got the boss man's eye stick, uh, nightstick. What about the, the rock's eyebrow? <laughs> so just collecting all these like hidden treasures. Sorry, are they supposed to find Dwayne Johnson and shave off the eyebrow? How so. would you even keep it in, like, like, would you have to rip off the skin to keep it a, a full eyebrow? Uh, to, yeah, you just wax it off. Does it count on wax? Oh, true, paper? right. That would be a yeah. good way. Or, like, get one of those old WWF Halloween masks, the Rock's face, and just take the eyebrow off. It would have been funnier if later in the evening we just saw Ava Rain with one eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> does this count check the dna it's check like the really DNA. subtle actually maybe we have to go back and watch um this is when uh schism walk in Uh-oh. and rip jagger says is it rip jagger no it's jagger reed rip fowler rip fowler <laughs> oh, jesus that's not their names <laughs> rip fowler the former zach gibson uh says you've talked to everyone uh, in this tag division, except for us. And it's because you know we're the biggest threat to those championships. And Wood says, no, it's because you look like extra family members from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> and you kind of creep us out. Um, Gacy just says, we're a family just like the New Day's a family. And just like Woods and Biggie leaned on Kofi to get somewhere. Uh, well, we are four roots in one tree. 
And Kofi says he thought he had a problem with Rip and Jagger, but it seems like he actually has a problem with Gacy. Challenges him to a match, and Gacy's like, yeah, former former WWE champion, absolutely, let's go. So uh, Kofi Kingston versus Joe Gacy set for tonight. Did Kofi say something about having, like, you know how they say four trees, four roots? He's like something, something, five cheeks. <laughs> and I'm trying to do the math, and I'm not sure how he got, like, because he's going to clap. The, all their cheeks is what he means. Five cheeks. Because then, like, that means there's one that's just, extra that's cheek. That's just two and a half cheeks. So, that's like, two and where's a half the half thumbs, half isn't it? cheek there? Yeah, he's going to clap five cheeks. Clap five cheeks. I don't know. I don't know. Let, let us know at, at Poison Rana Pod. You ever clap five cheeks? <laughs> no. <laughs> 2023 is going to be your year. Yeah, day, right? yeah. It's, it's okay. <laughs> had a nice meal yesterday. Uh, it's early Wednesday morning and Stax is handcuffed to a chair. Holy shit, man. <laughs> this, this went from zero to a hundred on NXT real quick here because, uh, it just comes back and there's a man like with bruises on his face. This is, uh, this is Wednesday last week. So it's saying this is from, this footage is from last week and Stax is tied up by chains and he's beaten and bruised. Looks like he's just been stuck here for a it's long like, time. It's uh, like Daniel Craig's Bond in Casino Royale. Yeah. Strapped to the I was chair. getting Taken vibes yeah. here as well. And Dijak, hard justice here, has him tied up and this is this well strickland's behind him with a pair of i've you know take his fingers off i've mentioned on podcast before i'm too scared to watch the movie hostel but this is how i imagine it is because this looks terrifying should we do it next month <laughs> just randomly yeah no, no. <laughs> i've watched it here it's dijack great chaining up this little italian man for no reason yeah. this guy just like it got scary i feel like it was him oh sorry why does he have a a tape recorder. Yeah, I've got. <laughs> Wait a second. So Dijak pulls out a cassette tape, like an old cassette tape, puts it in a tape recorder. Yeah. And he's recording the. Con- I think. Oh, okay. I think he's. I think he's like recording like a ransom message for Tony, is what I assume. Sorry, so he's expecting Tony's going to have a tape player to play this? Like, what is this? Dijak track? Think, what Dijak is Dijak thinks it's 1998. <laughs> Um, I mean, the, by, by the way he dresses, he thinks it's 18, 1988, but yeah. When's Terminator 2? It's around that <laughs> Yeah, time. 1992 or yeah. something? Yeah. Um, yeah, why the fuck has he got a tape recorder? He's hanging out with scripts, leaving voicemails. <laughs> what the... F- yeah, okay. So, like, in movies, they'll record something, but it'll be video in the yeah, past, you, like, 20 if years. Yeah, he's doing, like, a, well, if someone else is already... Recording it on video. This, yeah, there's already Dijak, some... this is completely pointless. This was some... I mean, you've already got a cameraman there. This was a waste of time for Dijak, for sure. He was... He's aggressively beating this poor kid up, keeping him chained up in some dungeon somewhere. And then he's voice recording... What is it? Who is this guy? What's the president who recorded everything? <laughs> Ronald Reagan. One of these presidents just always recorded everything. Okay. That Maybe that's what Dijak's like, gets off and listens back to... His Maybe day. it's, I mean, we've got two mics going at the moment. We've got the, yeah. the one for the video and we've got the one for the audio. And right. if one doesn't work, we've always got the backup. Maybe that's what it is. He's only got one cameraman. And he's like, oh, I do have a I cassette know. player in the back. It's just very weird that he's just decided that he's going to use a like tape recorder. Like yeah. He clearly had to go get this at a Radio Shack. And I don't even know if Radio Shack is still a thing. I used to love my tape recorder. Yeah, this is like a talk boy from Home Alone 2. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. Also, this is just weird. Like, Dijak's acting all creepy and, like, aggressive. Yeah, and- so so Dijak's going to murder Stax. Yeah. And Stax just says, look, I just do whatever the Don needs me to do. And Dijak say, oh, is that so? Well, loyalty has consequences. And disrespecting me, like when you walked into my locker room the other week, disrespecting me will not go unpunished. And your boss calls yourself the Don... But you are looking at the face of fear in NXT. I'm sure Bray was the face of fear. That's lots of feared faces. Uh, he then punches Stax in the stomach. Oh. Ah. Stax uh, asks to be uncuffed. And he says, hey, let's settle this how we should do it. In the ring. Uncuff me. Settle it in the ring. Dijak says, this is just the beginning. And he, he leaves the key in front of him. I was getting like sore vibes here. Where it's... The- the key's in front of him. He's going to have to, like, bend down and cut off his foot to get this off. If it was Saw, then, like, Tony D'Angelo would walk in the room and, like, shut the recorder off and stare at him. Like, yeah. ah, like some swerve there. But this still doesn't make any sense. So he left the key there for him to struggle and eventually get out. Get out. And then and go tell. And meet NXT this week in the ring. Yeah. Dijak's just like Apollo Crews comes back to main roster because he had nothing going on. They're like, okay, cool. You're a really good wrestler. Let's make your character see visions of the future. Mm. Okay, cool. Dijak, you're a wrestler who's on the main roster. You got nothing going on. How about you come back in time to NXT and become the Terminator? I think he's come back in time too far because this gimmick <laughs> is just so dated. Yeah, fast fast forward the, the tape recorder to another time it's, when he doesn't need this gimmick. It's weird with this guy because I, I think he's fantastic in the ring. I think he's got a great look. Like the, the stuff he does for his size, he looks scary. Uh, he's like, I think the guy can talk and he's shown like humor and stuff like that. Um, just not in this character. Before, but like, I don't see... I. I feel like they're overthinking this guy. Yeah. I feel like this guy should just, like his first presentation of just being Dijak. Yeah. You know, and you can be a bit of a dick or you can be a good guy or whatever, but I, he loves justice. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see Drew Gulak, who is with the Chase U students in the ring, and he's kind of giving a bit of a, like a, like a seminar, gym, like the, a lesson here. In his camp, yeah. Yeah. And Andre Chase walks in and goes, yo, what the fuck is this? (laughs) And they go, oh, we just wanted some extra training, Mr. Chase, uh, his student said. And Andre says, well, okay, but you can't, you shouldn't be coaching my students without running it by me first. And, uh, well, Gulak says, well, I I heard what Dempsey said about your students. He said, "They're, they're soft. He's like, oh, yeah, well, what do you think? He goes, oh, I've got mixed results. This pisses off Chase who goes for him and Duke is like hey you watch what you say about Mr. Chase standing up for him there uh, but this sets up a match for for later tonight between the two teachers yeah Drew Gulak in action here tonight yeah excellent uh, I like that the schools are feuding here like high school drama when I was at school we had uh my science teacher and my music teacher. Right. We just like spread a rumor that you're like, Oh, did you hear what Mr. P said about you? Right. And like, we'd like make up some insults. And yeah. he's just like, yeah, he said that. So he'd like say stuff back. So, uh Oh, and like, we, we got them, we tried to get them to fight each other. 
They played it up. I don't even know if they were like that close. Like it was a big school, but one day one of the teachers came in and he like rolled up his sleeves. Teachers fighting. That's what we get here in NXT. Damn. In my high school, teachers did other things that weren't that great. Oh, we had them as well. Yeah. Yeah, Had a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out teachers. (laughs) Shout out teachers. Yeah. (laughs) I, I like the fact Gulak and them are, are beefing over this. And, and Duke standing up for Chase means he's still in the good books with Chase. It's not over yet with this. But do you see Duke eventually being with Gulak? Ooh, interesting. Maybe. Like now he's got someone he can defect to, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. Gets a transfer. To, yeah. Uh, we go to Dijak versus Stax. Stax comes out and he's all bruised. He's all beaten up from Wednesday. And, well, it's all Dijak to start with a big backdrop from him, these clubbing blows. And then Dijak goes for a, like, shoulder in the corner, but Stax gets out of the way. And this allows Stax to follow up with these, uh, like, repeated running forearms in the corner. But eventually he runs right into a cyclone boot. Oh, man, he, like, took his head off. upside down, inside out, for sure, yeah. And then Dijak with a really nice, like, vertical suplex slingshot off the top rope, into the Feast Your Eyes position, hits Feast Your Eyes, and, well, makes quite light work of stacks here. Yeah, he stacks, stacks. Mm. Uh, you know what? I like stacks, actually. Uh, he's He's been some kid who was thrown in this, like, side mafia character on TV, but when it comes to the wrestling, he's kind of held his own with some bigger names. This is, like, member Nakamura, Nakamura and a match, few other yeah. people, so, like, it's kind of definitely... Yeah, this is what something could create someone to become pretty good with, while hanging with such already big names. I think, so. so they've they've made Tony and Stats baby faces now. That was quite clear after like the next thing we're going to talk about. Well, while we're talking about Stacks, um, yeah, I quite like what they're doing. Where his whole thing is like he's the underdog going out. He's going to lose, but he's like earned Tony's respect by where well, you put yourself out here there. Even as silly as that scene was with Dijak, he's like, you know, at death's door, tied up, and he's like, no, well, fight me in the ring like a man. See, I think pretty they, much. I think they could have skipped that dungeon kidnapping, and they could have just done him knocking on his door and being like, yo, I, I want, I'll fight you, done, yeah. and then you get your ass beat. It's fine, but so I think eventually it builds up to quite a nice moment when Stax eventually gets his win. I imagine at some point they'll do. Tony and Stacks. Sure. But I, I do see promise in him. I, I think he looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Tony D'Angelo then comes out because Dijak continues to attack Starks. Starks? Stacks. <laughs> uh, and Tony says, oh, you think you're tough, eh? Well, you don't have the heart that this guy has. You talk about justice. Well, how about street justice? Next week, fight me at New Year's Evil. Uh, Tony D just feel, felt full on baby face yeah the crowd were behind him more than dijak for sure and i'm i'm for that i i think a bit of a a change with tony d be a bit more of a baby face would work for a bit yeah yeah he's gonna get flattened by some hard justice but do you see like so this is set for next week and uh it's essentially number one contenders match shenanigans shenanigans and And a three-way three-way yeah Best two Name words. Of my sex yeah, tape. yeah, yeah. Best two words in the English language, <laughs> or three words, whatever. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're all on tonight. <laughs> John and Way are going to cut us off. The, yeah, they're going to cut us away from this post feed <laughs> after three weeks. I don't know. I've listened to some of their other shows. 
you go backstage to Oro Mensa, who says, well, because of the accent, I might have misheard this, but I'm pretty sure he said, in 2022, I got my feet wet, but in 2022, I'm going to dive full in and get soaked. I think he got the year wrong. Stop, stop living in the past. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's basically saying this year is going to be his year when big body Javi, Javier Bernal, interrupts him. And he says, well, I'm starting the year by releasing the Big Body Christmas album. Mackenzie Mitchell's there and it's like, Javi, isn't that a bit late? Like Christmas was two weeks ago. And he said, well, it's got 15 great tracks, including Feliz Yavidad. <laughs> Love it. And the 12 Days of Javi. Um, and Aura, Aura Mensa says he's cringe and he'll see him in the ring. Yeah, this was cringe for sure. Definitely. You don't like Big Buddy Harvey. Do you? No, unfortunately. Uh, One day he'll win me over. I'm like, I'll just give in and be like, ah, all right, I give in, you win. But so far, no. <laughs> I quite like him. The the photo his face Harvey Dad. That was the one that one was pretty good. But his face on the album was pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah. Um Oromensa. Uh, yeah. He just talked about getting his feet wet and I he's don't calling really... Harvey Harvey's Christmas album cringe. What yeah, are you talking about? Calling things cringe. Yeah, is... don't call I think he's been in the same time. Stop trying to make that jack. thing fat. Yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to make cringe happen. Yeah. But... It did happen, didn't it? Yeah. This segment. Yeah. Toxic Attraction come out, Gigi and JC, and Gigi says Toxic Attraction will uh will be will always be the best women's faction in NXT. And we're leaving 2022 and all eyes are on us. We're going to push the envelope even further. Cut through the roster with reckless abandon. JC says, we will call all the shots. We don't do stupid resolutions. We do revenge. And while the whole world watches our every move, we only care about Roxanne Perez. And you want to take down our toxic empire. I'm going to build it brick by brick. This is when Indy Hartwell interrupts and says she's so sick of hearing about Toxic Attraction. And when Roxanne won the title, she thought it was the end of Toxic Attraction. But it wasn't. Well, she doesn't mind putting an end to it. And we need new blood at the top of the division. And that is me. And then Cora Jade appears just in the stands with the fans and says, no one cares about Indy. And that's why everyone has ever who's been with her as Lefter oh. and said, reminds that Cora has a win over Roxanne Perez. So she should face it. Uh, that's when Nikita Lyons is also in the stands. Everyone's just appearing from everywhere. Popping up out of nowhere. Popping up in the stands. Like that's surely their dressing room is not right outside there. Like you just come to the entrance. Yeah, I didn't, I, <laughs> we'll get <Okay>. through it. <laughs> Nikita says the only thing Cora deserves is a kick in the face. Zoe Starks comes out and says, I know I smelt bad TikTok dances and future regrets. Shouldn't you be showing your assets off on Instagram? Oh. Well, Roxanne's title run will be short when I will beat her. Wendy Chu comes out dressed like a mermaid. and <laughs> Was that what she was dressed as? It was a yeah. mermaid onesie. I was thinking Mermaid Man from SpongeBob. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what um, She says, I know you don't like each other, but there's no need to insult each other. You see, I don't call Cora Jade an egotistical, self-centered biatch. And Thea Hale cuts her off and says, so many girls, girl fight. 
they fight. All of Girl these women fight. They're fighting. They're fighting everywhere. They're fighting in the ring. More of the women's division come out and they fight. Girl fight. Fighting around the world. Yeah. All right. So this this started off rough. Yeah. Because Gigi and JC are like, are doing the classic WWE NXT thing. We're not gonna. We're just gonna assume you know everything. Yeah. And we're not gonna explain. So we're leaving 2022 in the dust behind us. Everything we've done, forget about it. Because Mandy's not here. They they have definitely not like evolved since being in Toxic mm. Attraction, and it kind of shows that because they're now instantly back to the way they were right before Mandy, and that's just two others. I wouldn't say they've like they've won the titles and stuff, but. When the women's division, you think of NXT, you didn't, I wouldn't put them in the category as a lot of the other women, especially mm-hmm. in this this segment. I get the women coming out to like interject and and cut their points and stuff, but how they were just like I don't know, like popping up out of nowhere, like da da, I'm here and I have something to say, it's, and then another like Diglett from Pokemon showing up here, a Gopher here. It's like they just keep popping up. It, it's it like, reminded What's going me, on? and I know you haven't seen it, but in Lost. When Jack finally like meets one of the others, okay. he's like, "I think there's just one of you." And then all these torches like right. appear everywhere, and they're surrounded. That's just the NXT women; they're just everywhere appearing. Yeah, it was just, and then all of a sudden, there's a fight. So, like, okay, I get it. I think uh, maybe a, a different way around it to get to the point where it's all these people fighting, but it's I, just cliche, isn't yeah. it? And we get it. So Roxanne Perez then comes out on the perch and says that. You don't need to fight each other tonight. She's talked and there's going to be a 20 women battle royal next week where the winner will face her at Vengeance Day. Yeah. Um, this segment lacked Sol Ruka walking on her hands through all the chaos. Just as everyone's <laughs> fighting, yeah. <laughs> that would have been... No. I, my views on this segment would have been completely different if they just did that. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I mean... Like the match is a good idea because then we'll get a, a you know a contender and, and, all and stuff. I, I think it it kind of is the right move to go because yeah. you can either hotshot Cora right back into that feud, have her win, or like she doesn't with Mandy gone, Roxanne doesn't really have anyone. Yeah. So a, a battle royal kind of makes sense. A bit of a reset. So next week. Who do you see winning it? Sol Ruka. Sol Ruka. <laughs> uh I don't know. I guess someone from Toxic to try to go after Roxanne. I I guess a heel, right? So Zoe Stark. Is Cora too soon? Cora is to way to too soon, yeah. Again? She needs to feud with someone else at first. Zoe Stark still kind of feels tied up with Nikita, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Someone heel. It could be... Yeah, maybe Toxic. Yeah, yeah Gigi. Maybe they, they're they the final two and they're like, no. They wow. they Hunger Games it. They're like, okay. we both win. Okay. This this then turns into like another angle because the the two of these these women just start fighting into the back area. So they're all brawling, and Alba Fire and Isla Dawn is con- are continuing to fight. Well, of course they've got their extreme resolutions match tonight, so they're fighting back kind of in the warehouse area of NXT, and they're just like throwing trolleys at each other and trash cans and the like. Uh, Isla, the whole time, is just talking nonsense at her. She keeps on saying, I know. She was like Nikki <laughs> Not Cross. Not quite, yeah. No, she was. She was I know. What do you know, Isla? She just, I know. I'm a witch. I'm a witch. Um, 
There's the big polystyrene X that Bron Breaker broke as one of his entrances. Didn't look broke there. Yeah, that they, they <laughs> fall into and Alba Fire slams her on the X. Uh, they're throwing trolleys at each other, swinging pipes and scaffold pieces. Pretty early on, there's a spot where they're they're standing on like set cargo stuff containers. Mm. And then it's Alba who throws Isla like off of it. And then it's like this really awful cut where it just you just hear ding bing like yeah. things falling and then it cuts to Isla just laid out which like that was pretty hokey so I'm willing to move on from it but it was like pretty funny how it cuts I, back I and forth to that they do this yeah thing. it looks it's, so cheesy you know you know it's not it's like when Bron fell off the perch it's like wow you, know, you, you didn't cut even away cut he away. lands on yeah padding and then he's on the hard floor yeah it just so silly it takes you out of it i think but then not to be outdone by i uh sorry fire putting dawn in a wheelbarrow yeah (laughs) she puts her in a wheelbarrow and wheels her to ringside and uh they get in the ring and the match now officially starts fires jabbing the chair in isla's like stomach and the throat uh dawn comes back with a suplex into the corner and keeps saying, give in to it. Give in to it. She's a witch. Alba is now delivering these chops and forearms, hits the gory bomb, and Dawn kicks out. And I thought, like, the gory bomb is Alba's finisher here. And Dawn kicking out, I thought, commentary made nothing of this. They're like, oh, under two. Uh, which just felt a little anticlimactic there. Yeah. Anyway, during commercial break, Isla Dawn has a spanner a wrench and is wrenching the fingers of Alba Fire. Literally. And then after the break, Fire hits this like tope suicida to the outside, but like no run up. Yeah, this is cool how she just like can just jump through the ropes without getting a real running start. Very impressive. She then pulls out a table. Isla Dawn gets out a toolbox and slams Alba's hand with it. Like, okay, clearly her hand is not actually there, but the crowd, and at least our view at home, you can't tell that. So it does... But then that would may possibly almost chop someone's fingers off mm. if done properly. But still, I, uh, very, very nice. Fire uh, puts Dawn on a table and climbs up to the turnbuckle. This is the table on the floor. And Dawn is lying there smiling, looking up. And it's as if she sacrifices herself. Like, do it to me. And Alba Fire hits her swanton, but like just grazes uh dawn here Bounce. there's a noise there's contact yeah and it's a kind of dull thud but this look it, this was unfortunate but to be fair commentary right away are like oh like didn't get all of it as soon as she realized she misses it she picks her up hits another gory bomb through the table and that's when vic joseph's like oh like it it was isla dawn she was the one that caused her to do this, like her laughing or her magic or mm. s- some way. Like she didn't even flinch from taking that move. So she was like, I don't know, spiritually protected from it or something. I don't know. The way he worded it was like trying to save it. So good on him for doing that. But I will say the goy bomb through the table looked pretty good. Yep. So. And then rolls Isla into the ring and picks up the win. Yeah. Uh, I get how they started this, like spiraling out of the big giant girl fight, as they called it, and then starting this match backstage. I think they could have got a lot more out of just letting them do it without bad camera cuts and kind of that like silliness stuff. Uh, yeah, once it got to the ring, it was pretty good. Because it's, thought. yeah, it started and then the crowd kind of died. And then as soon as the match started going on, 
and they come back from a break, like the crowd then turn and, and realize that these two are really good. And I, I think Isla Dawn and uh, Alba Fire have good chemistry, and mm. I, I like these two. And I think there should be a third. I think so too. Vengeance Day. Yeah, like it's one apiece now. You can have another, maybe another kind of weapons match kind of thing. Mountain Dew pitch black match. Um, I, I hate all the give into it. Yeah, give into Booker was kind of like, what's she talking about? (laughs) Give into what? Give into what? She's a witch. What do you know? Yeah, it's there's too much of it. Yeah, it's it's every there's. A lot of characters like this right. all the time now. Yeah, I feel uh, definitely. I can't say it particularly interests me. Yeah, she can do the witch thing good, but if she's doing more of this stuff, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I agree. But you know what? I would say the wrestling between these two was never the issue, and it still shines yeah. through. Uh, Waller's backstage and said he uh, he's been busy being back in Australia, manifesting being champion yeah i saw he I, I i forgot to say shout out to you for holding the fort down last week uh for for watching nxt but waller was back home in in australia just living it up after yeah. teasing braun i love that he continued that on social media like oh look you can't do anything i'm at bondi beach or whatever and just like chilling which great beach by the way Mackenzie isn't sure why he's so confident and he goes well because i made braun mad and that's when he's most Vulnerable when he's all Hulk smash Bron. Bronathan. And he says he's outsmarted him and he'll do it again on the Grayson Waller effect. Yeah. Uh, we see Indusheer and they're saying that in India, they're celebrities. Uh, Veer was a, the first Indian baseball player and there have been TV programs and films made about him. And in India, our videos are the most watched uh, in kind of wrestling this was cool seeing but we don't clips. have our really, yeah like this was cool showing acknowledged that this stuff. yeah they didn't acknowledge the john ham disney movie what the hell it's a good film why didn't have they you seen it no we should review it i, I, I enjoy I i've never watched it. it's pretty good so just, for anyone we've made this joke for years now but they they made a movie about him yeah in disney yeah Ram. exactly they didn't show that but i love that showing the other stuff they rarely did it that also it did make it it made sense of this whole character, yeah. I thought. Because they then go on to say, like, we don't have any respect here. So basically, like, in India, we're fucking huge. And yeah. we've achieved all these things and people recognize that. But once we're here, no one really cares. And says that uh, it then cuts between them and uh, the creeds. And the creeds are saying this isn't about respect. That's bullshit. They were the best tag team in, to, in 2022. Indusheer say that they won't be, that Creed's won't be the same in 2023. And uh, Creed's think that they chose the wrong team to pick a fight with, to be making their name off of. Uh, Sanger says that you should have listened to Ivy and stayed away from us. Uh, But they don't want any excuses. They want them at 100%. So when Indusheer beat the Creed's, there's no excuses. And we're finally getting to this match next week. Nice. So Creed's Indusheer finally happening. Can't say I've been too into the story. Uh, I thought this was way better showing Indusheer's background. They get no respect. But I really hope like they step up. We've seen what the Creed's can do. Yeah. We've seen glimmers from uh from Sanger and and like I th- I thought Veer actually sounded pretty good here. So I I really hope we actually have a bit of a a banger here and that Indusheer can Banger was Sanger. Indusheer were 
put together what three years ago, two years ago, and I do think they seem like more ready now. Yeah, perhaps. I just you know as much as I I like I actually did like this because again they ha- they are right they sound correct saying like yo what we're famous why are we like jobbers here yeah. why are we a joke here like no but you know part of me still misses yoga sanga yeah chill sanga he was nice Valentina can join them once they that would be a swerve and a half if both of them well no he turned on that her so but Valentina should help them beat the creek whoa. Swerve. Look okay. it. Uh, we go to Oro Mensa versus Javier Bernal. Um, I can't say I really had much to say about this match. This was Creator Wrestler 1 versus Creator Wrestler 2. Uh, uh, one, one, I was pretty upset that Oro... Is it Oro Mensa? Oro yeah. Mensa's music was... His theme was cut off because he was attacked during his entrance. Because I uh, thought his theme was... He was slapping. It was pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, Bernal jumps him during the, the entrance. They're fighting in the ring. Mensa does do this kind of, like, think of the tarantula, like the move in the ropes, but more of a bear hug neck crank, which I thought looked pretty good. Uh, and hit a nice-looking exploder and finishes Bernal off with this running, spinning wheel kick in the corner for the win. Cool move. Yeah, like I thought the finish was good. Like you run full speed at the guy and spin wheel, but you sandwich them against the thing. Yeah, cool. Uh, pretty pretty nothing match to be honest. Uh, finally got to hear Oro's theme, so that that was a plus. But mm. yeah, yeah, Oro like hasn't really shown much. Not he's not bad, but he doesn't stand out. To yeah, me definitely. Yeah, he does a lot of things that we've seen other people do. His interviews have never really captured me quite yet. It's it's unfortunate that. He's trying to be a baby face, but he's like, look how cool I am and look my lingo and I'm in the club. It's like, you should just be the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see. It, it definitely needs work. He I, should have a club and all the heels hang out at the club. Yeah. Sure. Like Tony, Waller. At Oro's club. Yeah. I like that. Well, uh, you know, everyone. Yeah. Sure. More Another place. There's bottle service girls. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oro Mensa's club, yeah. Um, I also, that's what, like, it's, that's his logo. It says, like, the club, Oro Mensa, and it's like, that was, sorry, that's your name, and you call your name that? Could be called the Grayson Waller effect. <laughs> club Oro Mensa, or club the Grayson? Oro Mensa. Doesn't necessarily, like, you know, you Google that, and you go, hmm, I don't know if I want to go to that place. Club Oro Mensa, yeah, what does that club mean? Club Oro Mensa. Big body Harvey, that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd go there. <laughs> We see Briggs Jensen and Fallon Henley backstage celebrating Fallon's win. They've got the bar. Nice. Still no customers, but they've got it. And Kiana James comes in and congratulates Fallon. And they're all like, hey, we, what, what are you doing here? We're going to fight. She says, and- uh, like, hey, I know that you may, you can still make the right choice and put condos on it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, even though I think condos would look real nice on that land, you beat me fair and square. So good luck, and I'll see you in the Battle Royal. And sounded quite sincere, which is obviously like, huh, what's going on here? Yeah. And then turns to Brooks and goes, and Brooks, text me later. Oh. You actually heard a big, like, reaction from yeah. the crowd here. Like, oh. Oh. Uh, is she being sincere? I don't know. She looked different, though. She wasn't wearing her glasses, yeah. her business attire. She looked more, like, down to earth, chill. People go next door. Yeah, maybe she's trying to trick him. Or maybe she's genuine. 
Maybe she just, yeah, likes Brooks. And wants to support her guy. I don't know, I guy. feel like she's being sneaky. I don't know. I think she's being sneaky. Man, look at These this guy. fake, like, she, she's doing the Duke thing now. These fake, yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, it's a tale as old as time, you know, being swooned and you're being lied to. And- I don't mind this story. I, 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 I've been from, from back in Brooks, like, masturbating days to, to now. <laughs> I mean, that was the story, basically. Wasn't it? It was. Am I wrong? No, like, no, you're not wrong to say that. That was the story. Yeah. And now he's they got a joked about maybe. it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, kayfabe wise, they're not quite there yet, but they're, you yeah. know, they're on, he could be potentially on his way. Yeah. Yeah, kayfabe wise. Good for Brooks. Good for Brooks. <laughs> um, we then go to our next match. It's Andre Chase versus Drew Gulak. And, well, there's some really nice just kind of mat wrestling start with a nice back and forth. They shake hands. There's a suplex from uh, from Chase, sorry, to Chase from Gulak. And then he's pointing out to Hank Walker, who's ringside, what he did. He's like, you see that? I suplexed him. It's good. You know what? It was a good suplex. He actually, nobody hits a vertical suplex with a bridge. That's no, very not, different. Yeah, not yeah. usual. Um, there's then a drop kick to the leg from Chase, which is when kind of it's changed a bit from like more classic wrestling to, uh, and this kind of pisses off Gulak, who starts being a little nastier. There's a side Russian leg sweep into the Chase, who stomps from Chase, then a figure four, but Gulak gets into the ropes, and then Gulak just punches Chase in the face, that rhymed, and then locks in the Gulak, and Andre Chase taps. But just like last week, Gulak doesn't let go. And then he's cheering and showboating. And Hank Walker looks a little confused and a little upset. Yeah. yeah. He's like, come on, man. You you won. Why are you doing that? Mm. Man, that Gulak, that dragon sleeper, it's that is nice. a finisher, man. That looks so cool when he does that. Yeah, you know what? It's cool that these two got the tangle up here. I They definitely have history. Uh, definitely way before WWE days and stuff like that. So to see like the wrestling there is pretty interesting because Andre Chase is, you know, as much as he dresses this way and wears the, the, the sweater, he can wrestle and Gulak kind of wrestling here on NXT doesn't happen all the time. So that was pretty sweet as well. So I'm, I'm interested to see where the Gulak thing leads to because I, I think it's going to lead to some good stuff. That yeah. when it eventually all comes into play, which I would say in a few months when maybe we have new characters and different characters, alignments and all that, I think it'll be pretty rad. So I'm into it. Yeah. I kind of wanted a bit, uh, yeah. a bit longer. Oh, yeah. This match because yeah. these two can yeah. wrestle really nicely with each other. But I'm enjoying Gulak's character at the moment. I think Hank is playing it really well as well. Yeah. For kind of uh, looking a little like he's looking up to this guy, but hey, you're not. Being too sportsmanlike here. Yeah. Uh, Wes Lee is backstage talking about Tony D'Angelo versus Dijak and says he can't wait to see them fight each other. I'm going to sit next to Booker and Vic for the match and join commentary to get a front row view. And whoever wins is going to get a title shot against him. We've seen this one before. Mm. Shenanigans. Three-way. We've said it already. I think so. (laughs) Never enough time for shenanigans and three-way. We go to our next match. Kofi Kingston taking on Joe Gacy. Uh, Xavier Woods joining commentary. And Vic asks, uh, because the New Day have always done the Freebird rule, is Big E recognized as NXT Tag Team Champion? And and Woods says, of course, of course. So 
Big E is officially a NXT Tag Team Champion. And this is where uh, Booker says, Big E is finished just like the New Day is going to be finished by the end of their NXT run. Yeah. I mean, look, clearly this is a... Direction. An angle. This is, you know, set on purpose. But that seemed a bit too... Saying that the guy who broke his neck is... He's finished. done. He's finished. Yeah, because he got a broken neck, and we're all like wondering, you know, is this guy ever gonna fucking wrestle again? So I get it. You're trying to get the heat, but come on, brother. Like that's that made me go. Sorry, what did he just say? Yeah. So yeah, I don't think we're on alone on that one. Look, it's an entertaining thing because now we want to. He- we can't wait to, to see the new day segment to see what Booker says. But that was just not like. Not even creative. He just he's just like Biggie's didn't done. He's finished. It's, it's like oh man. Every New Day match so far, the the Booker T commentary has taken over so much that it feels like the main story. Right. And if it isn't to have any sort of match, it's very odd. Yeah. We've always had you know the heel commentator that hates the baby face and vice versa, but it it's pretty overbearing at the moment where yeah, it's, it's, it's taking away like most of my notes of this match are things Booker T is saying because it sounds like we're building up it sounds like we're getting Big E versus Booker you know like and it's that ain't happening I don't think so I mean as far as uh, we're recording this on the 3rd of January Kofi Kingston's the only one to announce he's in the Rumble so maybe Booker throws himself in there and like we said they tangle or Armenia match I don't know but mm. Really interesting that this was the... Is this a way to bring Booker back to the main roster in an angle with the New Day? Like, is that what this is all leading to? That I'm believing this because you wouldn't just let this guy say this about Big E. When's college football finish? I don't know. Because Pat will be going back to SmackDown. Exactly. So you'll need Booker. Wade may be back to NXT. Yeah, and Booker's making some jokes on, on different interviews and stuff about that. So, I mean, I have a feeling that this is the end game of them wiggling their way into Booker wrestling again. So... Yeah. All right. Do it. Will Charmel be uh, coming uh, back? Well, Woods mentioned Queen Charmel in commentary as well, and Book was like, you watch him now. Yeah. He, Xavier uh, should take notes from my, one of my favorite Kurt Angle feuds in 2005. We were watching that last night, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. I, I explained to you the... I- I explained to you in full detail the Kurt Angle Booker T Charmel feud of 2005. If you're not aware, look it up when your kids are not around. Yeah. Uh. So, anyways, Kofi so, Kingston and Joe Gacy. Yeah, uh, Kofi catches Gacy with a spinning heel kick. Uh, there's a drop kick from Kofi. Goes to the SOS, but Gacy blocks it. Uh, Kofi comes back with a kind of sort of frog splash, but to the back of uh, Gacy. Then hits the boom drop. Gacy blocks Trouble in Paradise and hits a DDT. And this is when Woods gets up from commentary to get in Schism's face. And Kofi comes to the outside with a topake on Hilo, taking out uh, Rip and Jagger, comes back into the ring and hits the trouble in paradise for the win. You know what? I was expecting a bit more from this match, considering uh, Joe Gacy's had a whirlwind of a year in my books. But mm. the wrestling is something that's is still there. And I felt like maybe it was teasing too much of the other stuff to really He, he didn't get really going. get much. He wasn't given yeah. a whole lot in the match. It was kind of all Kofi. Yeah. And... And sorry to go back to Booker, but Booker's kind of saying like, look, this, why is this match happening? Yeah, he's, he's basically saying off. this is developmental and he's like, what, this is a, 
former WWE Intercontinental US champion, and he's against what? Like number 119 in the PWI Top 500 in Joe Gacy, kind yes. of really pointing out that these are the rookies and why is this happening? He's being a dick. Yeah. So I I have a feeling we're getting Booker's Kofi storyline because he was it was distracting by the end of the match because he was saying like why is this match even happening? Yeah. Why are they allowed to be champions? Why is this? Why are they here? Like go back to wrestling people in your own league essentially. Yeah. Which just buries like I get it, but yeah. Anyway, I believe it. If Booker's trying to get a rise out of everyone, he's working. So uh, Hank Walker's backstage with Gulak and he's like, "Yo, Gulak, you you didn't let go of the hold." You taught me to let go of the hold. Gulak's just celebrating. He says, a win is a win. This is where Charlie Dempsey appears and says, because Hank was meant to face him this week, but wasn't medically cleared. I love Charlie Dempsey walking in here and Drew Gulak calls him, ah, flower, which William Regal calls everybody. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Dempsey says that next week is on and Gulak says that Hank is going to rip Dempsey's arm out of his socket. Mm, I don't know. You kind of saw Hank like giving Gulak a few looks, and I get a feeling Gulak is kind of maybe setting Hank up as this sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Dempsey. Because I mean, is the feeling I got. Dempsey clearly has to align himself with Gulak, and they're both heels. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But I'm into it. Yeah, me too. Um, Pretty deadly. Say that they've done everything they want. They got the rocks to do. They've got the rocks eyebrow. (laughs) They don't ex- they don't explain this. They're like, yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> but they somehow have the Rock's eyebrow. What was the best way that you think they got the Rock's? We've mentioned well, this first. Already. They got Bossman's nightstick. Seems easier. You just go ask Dijak if he's got a nightstick yeah. and borrow it. Uh, maybe there's maybe they got. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I think it's pretty funny. Sorry, they said that they didn't get everything, so they couldn't get the eyebrow. That's right. Yes, but they say, hey, how about? This time, we run the gauntlet against three other teams. And if we win, we get to challenge. And the New Day say, well, we do love a gauntlet. Obviously, Kofi Mania was from a gauntlet. Right. You had the tag title stuff in the gauntlet. So, um, yeah. Is this... Are they turning pretty deadly babyface here? Uh, they seemed it more this week. Like, they're, they're putting themselves in. Look, we're going to face three teams starting from the beginning. To prove ourselves to get the match. Yeah, I mean, what do you think the Vengeance Day match is? Pretty Deadly New Day? Yeah. Okay, well, then they win the gauntlet, and then, like, who are the other teams? Idris and Anofe, possibly? They didn't yeah, announce it yet. It's not going to be. The Schism? Oh, you know what? It could be the Schism. It could be multi tag matches, because now the Schism have a gripe with the actual, like, the two tag team members of them have a gripe with the New Day. New Day. From the few earlier yeah, so today. Schism, Idris Malik, yeah. and. Make it a four-way tag match at the pay-per-view. All four teams. Okay. That could be pretty crazy, but... Yeah. I I, I think it's going to be one-on-one. Okay. Pretty deadly win. Nice. This. And pretty deadly win them back. Yeah. Have Vengeance Day. Nice. I think so. Um, I, want, I want the schism to win the t- titles. <laughs> no. I just... Yeah. I just want everyone to get along and have yeah. a nice time. Yeah. Everyone should be a champion. Yeah, That's exactly. why AEW is so good. Everyone's a champion. <laughs> everyone gets to be a champion. Yeah, everyone, everyone's a winner. Um, it's the Grayson Waller effect. Uh, Grayson Waller comes out and he says it's going to be the last appearance of Bron Breaker as NXT champion. He's running his mouth when Breaker comes out and Waller asks him one question. How did it feel to play the role of Goldberg in the 
in the sequel of the the iron vest thing. Yeah, playing off of the 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 segment where he speared him like Goldberg yes. and stuff. And he says, uh, like it was so obvious. I mean, I was wearing a fur coat. Who wears a fur coat in Florida? And Bron, the whole point is like, yeah, you're right. You got me. You outsmarted me. You have Waller like, you must have felt so dumb. For real. You must have been so dumb. And Bron's like, yeah. Yeah. You got me. You got one over on me. You win a point. You are so dumb. And Waller is like kind of thrown off by this and questions why he's not mad. uh, Why he's not mad and everything. And Bron says, what separates you from everyone is getting under their skin. You outsmart everyone. You're better than everyone. You go viral. Like at War Games, jumping off that the top of the cage, viral. Hitting Gargano with a chair, viral. Uh, jumping off the ladder, blinding Apollo Crews, all these moments. Uh, but to me, those are all just distractions. And some people might leave Ven- uh, New Year's Evil talking about Grayson Waller, but I will leave as champion. And that is the Grayson Waller effect. And as he says that, Waller's like, no, you can't use that against me on my own on show. And Waller says that that's something coming from an overrated champion who has done nothing but steal his dad's gimmick. And Bron looks like he might be a little mad, but still tries to keep his cool and says, you know what? I don't care. I love my father. And Waller starts to say it again. And this time Bron turns around, punches him in the face. Hits the military press power slam. And then Waller rolls to the outside. Bron grabs the phone. Which is, is still, live streaming, he's still on Instagram live. And hits a tope con hilo, taking out Waller whilst holding the phone. As NXT goes off the air. As he says, now that's a viral moment. Yeah. Yeah, pretty funny uh, that he did that with the phone and lands on his feet still holding the phone. I need phone. to see the... Yeah, we were in the chat that. for a little while. Uh, I always think that's a pretty smart move that you would incorporate mm. social media like that in your segments. Um, it's hard, It sucks, though, because they're always ahead of a few seconds. So he, I already knew what was happening. So yeah. I'm like, no, I need to turn this off to watch the show. Uh, I, I think Waller is a good... Uh, character. They did the opposite effect here where the champion lays the opponent out, which means clearly Grayson Waller's winning next week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Waller had the best of him the other week. It, it yeah. is kind of wrestling book in that way, but yeah. I, I don't see Waller winning it. No, no, man. I, you know what? I'll give Waller all the credit. Like, he definitely comes across as like a, an unlikable like bad guy, so I do think that he's gotten over some of his wrestling, you know, is gotten a lot better i just still feel like this is a definite b feud to get to like the real meat and potatoes at yeah. vengeance day sort of thing but you know what all the power to him to to getting over like the say, delusional heel of pestering this guy but i will say though it's i i'm not saying i'm i'm hooked by this but this is a much better build than some of bronze other like I'm way more into this than the Gacy one. I'm way more into this than the Apollo one. And this is just more of a, a TV special and assume yeah. we move on. I think they've done an all right job in a couple of weeks with this. Um, I I kind of like Bron being like, no, nah, you're not, you're not going to get to me. Yeah. Here. I thought it was quite fun. Didn't let the Hulk yeah, take over. I, I think this match, I, I do see Bron retaining, but yeah. I think the match could be all right. And I think they've done a pretty good job in a couple of weeks for this. And then Mello versus Bron is the... The real the money match for, sure. for NXT. Yeah, for sure. 
well, next week they've announced then Braun Breaker, Grayson Waller, Tony D, Dijak, Inda Sheer, Creed Brothers, Hank Walker, Charlie Dempsey, the Women's Battle Royal, and then the Tag Gauntlet match. All so, right. Pretty stacked episode of NXT next Tuesday night for New Year's Evil. And we have the tease, these, these vignettes. They aired another one tonight. Mm. The mysterious woman who's going to be dropping the ball. Yeah, and uh, and people in the knocked out films in the uh, in the YouTube chat is suggesting that maybe they're the one who wins the twenty woman battle royal. We're assuming it's Tiffany Stratton. I think so. It, it's someone else's voice because obviously it would be very yeah. Tiffany's voice is pretty recognizable. Duh. Tiffany's been gone for a while, <laughs> and actually that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Tiffany to win. Tiffany Roxanne. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, uh, Tiffany Stratton will once again make NXT happen, hopefully oh, yeah. next week. But yeah, uh, that was this week's episode of NXT. You know what? A, a, kind of a mixed bag for me. I thought there was some glimmers of some good wrestling with Mello and Cruz probably being the highlight of that. But um, I liked seeing a little of the ju- uh, Gulak because now I, I'm interested in seeing like the story, particularly with him and Dempsey and Regal's kid and Flower. Uh, but still, like nothing on the show that that made me groan or you know piss me no, off. No, <laughs> I, I think I think NXT's turned into a pretty consistent show. We're getting back to the way. Yeah, were, it's. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say this week had any kind of blowaway matches, but I, I think it's it's lot as far as wrestling hokey stories are concerned. It's fairly ro- logical storytelling at the moment, and uh, yeah, I do th- find it quite consistent. Um, Next week, hopefully, a bit better wrestling, a bit, yeah. a few more bangers. I think we'll get them though with uh, with all those matches announced, and then looking forward to Vengeance Day in February. Yes. So that was NXT. That was our thoughts on it as well. Uh, there wasn't any feedback no in our feedback Facebook group. No feedback this week. Join the Poison Rana Sean, page. Corey, where are you? Yeah, where's the regulars? Uh, join the Poison Rana Facebook page. There's a group, Poison Rana group. You can join in there. We post funny memes. We don't bite. We share all sorts of wrestling stuff. And then we post feedback threads in there as well for this show. So join that as well. And if, hey, if you want to follow all the other shows, the Poison Rana feed is free. Search Poison Rana one word in your podcast app or on our YouTube. Subscribe to that as well because on our YouTube, we go live as well. And we will be on our YouTube channel this Sunday chatting all about Wrestle Kingdom, which I'm going to have to have a few coffees if I'm planning on staying up all the way through tonight. But it's Osprey and Kenny, so, you know, maybe I'll do it. But, yeah, go check us out on our Poison Rana feed. Subscribe. Listen to all the other shows that we have coming out there. And, yes, you want to hear more. Patreon.com slash Poison Rana. For only five bucks, you can become a friend and get access to, like, 500 podcasts in our catalog there of NXT reviews, retro NXT reviews, pay-per-view reviews, movie reviews, everything coming out this month. And we can't wait for you all to hear our Best Match Ever 2022 Part 1 and 2 out later this week on our Patreon. Absolutely. All the podcasts, all the wrestling. Mm. Those are the easiest shows to do because we're just watching back all the great wrestling. All the good shit. From last week. So, hey guys, thank you so much. At Poison Rana on, sorry, at Poison Rana pod on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Easiest you know. thing to find all this, poisonrana.ca, and then you'll find all the links to socials, YouTube, yes. everything. The Perfect. Like Patreon. All right. Well, we'll be back next week on this show to talk all about New Year's Evil. I, myself, Brain Harrington, I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And good night, flower. Ahoy! Oh,